Jacob Halbrun, and welcome to yet another unexpected installment of In the National Interest. Harry Kazianis notified me as soon as he heard the momentous news that Senator Mitch McConnell is stepping down as leader of the Republican caucus. And we thought that this news deserved a special episode. So Harry, welcome aboard. And I'd like to ask you, what are your thoughts? What does this mean for the GOP? Hey, Jacob, good to be back. <laughs> Didn't expect to be back so soon, but here we are. I- I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. I, I thought Mitch McConnell was probably going to retire a lot sooner than this. So it's-, it's not entirely unexpected from where I sit. Talking to different GOP insiders over the last couple of weeks, I think this was sort of expected. It's just the timing really wasn't sort of nailed down. But, you know, Mitch McConnell is is sort of one of these fixtures of the old guard GOP that are all going to disappear in the months and years to come. You know, like we talked about in the last installment of this podcast, at least in my view, the, the GOP is now dominated by Trump era MAGA populists, not conservatives, but populists, which have completely different agenda sets, ideology, goals. Uh, policy and policymakers that would drive that you know agenda forward if if Trump were to come into office. So this is one of the the last of the the Mitt Romneys, if you will, if of the of the I would say moderate Republicans that you know dominated the GOP from you know when I was in college back in the 1990s into the present. And I, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this, Jacob. I think in these as the years go on, you know, a lot of these sort of 1990s, early 2000 Republicans, like you know, that that had associations with like the Mitt Romneys or the Cheneys or the Bushes, they're all going to start disappearing from the landscape, you know, entirely transforming the Republican Party, you know, into this Trump era MAGA party that's it's not the same GOP that it was 20 years ago. That that's you know, that's for sure. I mean, I just when I was growing up, I was you know, the, the GOP that I remember was the the Bill Bennett's and the and the the Rick Santorums and, and things like that. Now it's it's a different bastion of people. It's it's the Steve Bannon sort of populist, the Peter Navarro sort of populist that have sort of changed out the, the you know the GOP lineup, if you will. It's it's a very different world. What does it mean for House Speaker Mike Johnson? Does, doesn't this strengthen his hand in resisting aid to Ukraine? It's tough to tell, Jacob, where the tea leaves are going to go on that. I'm 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 not sure, to be honest with you. Nobody in the GOP has a good consensus of who they want as speaker. I don't think there's a consensus viewpoint just yet on what to do with Ukraine aid. I think there's a lot of neoconservative Republicans like the Elsie Stefanics and, and others, you know, who want to be supportive of Ukraine aid and probably would do it if there wasn't sort of the MAGA constraints about, you know, issues with the border and things like that. So poor Mike Johnson has this very delicate balancing act he's got to try to figure out. You know, on the one hand, he doesn't want to be deposed as speaker by, you know, being too forthright on Ukraine aid. But at, at the same time, I think he understands that, you know, we can't let Ukraine fall apart either. I mean, we can we can have a we can argue about the goals of, of of what we should be doing with Ukraine and, you know, what the strategy should be and if there should be a peace settlement. But I think it's it's obviously in America's interest to, to not allow Ukraine's territory to get cleaved off even more and more from the Russians or see that state get weakened anymore. So it's, it's going to be a mixed bag and it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks to see what happens. That's for sure. What about McConnell's legacy? Has he constructed a conservative movement and now inadvertently handed it over to Trump? McConnell wanted this Supreme Court that is very pro-business 
it, it has become Trumpified somewhat by some of the nominations that Trump made. Is McConnell's legacy in a way not the one he wanted, but it's going to be a much more radical Republican Party than he ever envisioned? You know, I, th- I think the question is, Jacob, it's, it's, it's an even broader question. You bring Mitch McConnell in it. What what does the Republican Party really want to be about? What is the core ideology? And and I, I feel Mitch McConnell sort of like this perfect example of your, your standard 1990s, 2000s, center-right Republicans trying to figure out where they belong in a universe where Donald Trump has brought in, you know, tens of millions of populist voters that are angry about a whole set of issues that, you know, that 1990s, 2000 GOP just didn't give a hoot about, to be honest with you. They just didn't um, or didn't fight about in a way that those populist voters that are now in the party care about. And I think Mitch McConnell is sort of stuck in this place. I mean, think about it this way, Jacob. A Mitch McConnell was able to sit down with Joe Biden and, if you recall, construct a budget deal, I think it's almost 10 years ago now, where it basically saved the country from default. And, you know, a lot of populist Republicans considered that, you know, capitulation. It's it's we're 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 you know, we're we're, we're giving away the country, if you will. We're, we're not getting everything we want. That's 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 kind of sad. I, I think we need, you know, I look, I'm a conservative. I'm 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 certainly, you know, in that in that mindset. But I, I do realize that there does need to be compromise. We're a democracy. And I feel like a lot of those you know, in, in, in sort of the MAGA circles, see compromise as weakness. And that's that's not how the American system of government actually works, to be honest with you. So I think McConnell's sort of stuck in that, you know, where where, where compromise is a bad thing, deal-making is a bad thing, and the country will suffer for that. You know, the, the, the harder right, the harder radical populist, if you will, that the Republican Party goes, I think it's going to create some challenges for him as, as the years go on, because obviously Donald Trump's not going to be around forever. I mean, he's got two effective years in office if he wins in 2024, and then who knows what happens. So final you know, question, the, since this is Washington, who's going to replace McConnell? Oh, God. That's John a, that's a t- You know, Jacob, I have to tell you, I you would probably be able to answer this question better than me because it has to be somebody who can make the MAGA base happy, has to be somebody who can get Donald Trump's support and get that endorsement. And then it has to be somebody who can still talk to the old guard. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a flyer out here and say it's Lindsey Graham. And I know people are going to say that he doesn't, you know, maybe he doesn't have the necessary leadership skills. You know, maybe he panders too much to Trump. I will tell you, Lindsey Graham is is really good at sticking his finger in the wind and knowing where the direction of the party's going. Now, maybe he didn't know that right away in 2016 when he tried to run for president, but he does understand the power of Trump, the power of MAGA. He's been one of these neocons who's able to sort of shape, shape shift themselves into like a Trump populist. And I, I think he would be able to talk to sort of both sides. That's kind of who you need in that leadership role. And maybe he could do it. I'll give you my bottom line, Harry. I think Mitch McConnell is going out with a whimper, not a bang. Harry, thank you for joining me again. This was a special emergency broadcast of In the National Interest. Harry and I will be back next week to watch the fallout. Thanks, Jacob.